I loved you better than your own kin did From the very start I don't blame you much for what What's up everybody? What the fuck is up? It's me, your host, your boy, Corey Easily Nobody's done that before Except for me Because there's only a couple of people with that last name Walking around on the planet And I'm one of them uh, my father's name is Corey Easley. You know, I'm not a junior, though. We got different middle names. Will I ever tell anyone my middle name is Stiltskin? What's up, everybody? What the fuck is going on? Um, we live in a world that's another week, another, another fucking $12. You know what I'm saying? I just got off the fucking private jet, came home, took my pajamas off, Slipped into something comfortable like my motherfucking birthday suit. Sat on the couch. Watched a little family flute. Played some Nintendo. You know how it is. It's Sunday morning. You came in with the breeze. Again. Still. Arguably the best song titled Sunday Morning. And I love the Maroon 5 album. Songs about Jane. How's everybody doing? How the fuck is everybody doing? What's going on in your life? It has been... We're we're not that far into the year of 2022. We've had a Valentine's Day. We've had a Martin Luther King Day. Which arguably I think is way more important than Valentine's Day. Am I right? Um, And we have just had a bunch of fucking days if you live somewhere in the northeastern area of the country there has been really bitter cold days followed by a taste of spring i like to call it and then right back to it with the fucking rain sleet and snow you feel me so yeah it's been a little bit of a a ride um it's character building though right it's character building you get you endure these tough times. You endure these tough days. It's kind of like life. You know, if every day was sunny, it would be really fucking lame. Really lame. Just like... Uh, I wonder when they're going to take the word lame away from us, right? Because then how are we going to be able to say something sucks? I feel like it's coming. I feel like lame's time is coming, right? Oh, you can't say that. You can't say that somebody's lame. Why why not? Well, because this one person out of these thousands of people doesn't like when you say the word lame. So, yeah, I don't know. I think lame's uh, time might be coming. I don't know when it is because you never know, right? It's like every week we there's a new thing to be upset about. I would like to make an announcement that I feel really good about myself, right? You don't hear that enough. Today, in this moment, right now, as I record this podcast, I might come back and listen to it on the fucking playback and be in a different mood. (laughs) But this is one of those things that happens to us, right? People talk about being happy. I'm in the pursuit of happiness and I know... 
Everything that's shine ain't always gonna be going. My nose is stuffy and I'm wearing a pair of headphones, so I apologize for making you listen to me sound terrible. But yeah, I feel really good about myself. And the reason why is because I did what I think a lot of people should do. I am in therapy. And I'm going to fucking sit here and talk about it like I'm Michael Phelps. You know, that Michael Phelps commercial commercial where he's talking about how he's on Talkspace. That's me. I'm Michael Phelps. And I am on Talkspace. Um, and I'm trying to proselytize you motherfuckers. I'm teaching you a vocabulary word. The vocabulary word of the week is proselytize, which means to convert or attempt to convert someone from one religion, belief, or opinion to another. Um, I'm proselytizing you motherfuckers into getting into therapy if you haven't already, if you've thought about it. Because mental health is important. People talk about mental health all the time because... You know, it's a popular thing to talk about. It's an important thing to talk about. And when you think about stuff from your childhood, then you don't know why it makes you feel so strongly or so sad or so angry or whatever. You know, that's where therapy comes in. You're in a relationship and you don't know what to do. You know, you fucking, you usually use... Uh, Blistex on your lips when you got a herpes outbreak, but you know, maybe you might want to get something else. I don't know. That's what therapy is for. What happened to Blistex? What happened to the little blue thing of Blistex? I haven't seen it in a long time. And I personally think I know why. I think before we realized, before COVID taught us that nobody washes their fucking hands, Blistex was the first. Uh, the first indicator that motherfuckers don't wash their hands because you had to stick your finger inside this little blue thing with, honestly, it was kind of like Vaseline, right? You'd stick your finger in there and then you'd, you'd, you'd rub your lips, you'd put it all over your lips with your dirty hands that you've been walking around touching shit with all day, touching doorknobs, touching handrails, you know? And you, you you touch your face, you touch your mouth. Your mouth is a part of your face, right? So, newsflash: your mouth is a part of your face. You would touch your face, and then you'd start getting like you might you might get a cold sore, or you might just start getting blackheads along your lip line. And then you start you try to pop it, and then you walk around looking like pfft, your fucking lip line looks like a crunch bar, the underside of a crunch bar. To be specific. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, I think Blistex was something we should have maybe looked at. We should have looked at a lot of things. We should have seen the signs. I saw the sign. Some people don't like music. Can you believe that? Some people don't have an internal monologue. Can you believe that? I still don't believe that shit. I know I'm, I feel like I mentioned it a few weeks back. But, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's funny. You ever have people hit you up like, hey, man, long time, you know? Uh, how you been? We gotta hang out. And you're like, do we? (laughs) I feel like I always sound a little bitter when I say that, but people really like to, you know, relive the old days and shit. Like, people love, 
to just do what they used to do all the time. You might be in a different position and not able to do what you used to do. So sometimes it gets harder and harder and you get older and older and uh, those memories get far away. But they, you know, they stay pleasant in your mind. Only thing I don't like is when motherfuckers like, it's almost like when my grandma hits me up and she's like, calls me a stranger. And I'm like, bitch, you got a fucking, you got a phone. And also, not going to lie, you're not giving me any reasons to want to come over there. You used to be way cooler. You used to be funny. You used to be nice. You used to do shit. Now you just sit there and complain about how nobody comes to see you, even if they're sitting right in front of you. It's just a shitty attitude. You know where she belongs? In therapy. And back to what I was saying before. Like, I feel really good about myself because I've realized something about myself. I've realized that I am a people pleaser. And I think for a long time, especially through my 20s, I think I, uh, and even before that, I think it stems from, you know, when I was younger and just wanting to be accepted and noticed for the things that I can do and for the talents that I have and uh, trying really hard to stand out in a good way and feeling inferior or like I didn't deserve good shit. So just like you start trying really hard to just make sure that you're making everybody happy. And uh, in my 20s, I did it. I would not ever say no to people. I would show up to every event, even if I was tired and didn't want to. I was just always on the scene. Then I started getting a little bit away from that, and it felt good. It felt really good to uh, start saying no and start giving a shit about how I feel before I start considering. Because I think that's the main shit, right? Like You start considering how people are going to respond or react to something that you do, even if it really is a decision that you just made for yourself because you need to make that decision. You're not hurting anyone. You're just making a choice that is the best one for you. And uh, I think it's hard to do that. It's hard because you feel guilty and you feel like you owe people shit. And it's It's tough. And if you've just been conditioned and doing this shit a long time, like I'm a, I'm a fucking, I'm like I'm qualified, right? Like I'm a professional now, okay? So listen to me. Um, after a while, you just kind of do it. You don't even think about it. You just do it. You're like, you know, it's nice to be selfless when the time is right. It's nice. Um, but after a while, if you start abandoning your own needs, then you kind of lose yourself. And that's a, that's a slippery slope. So yeah, um, realizing that, and it's a tough thing to admit to yourself because you could go, no, I'm just really nice. Or no, I just care about the people I care about. Like, and that's. That's legit, but also you might you might just you might you might be a people pleaser, and that, and that's okay. There's worse. There's murderers out there. There's people. My dad said this shit to me the other day. There's people that have murdered people and gotten away with it, and they're just living. 
just living their fucking lives. You know, there's people out there <clears throat> who get away with do. You ever remember that shit in school when you would be when you would have a boner and somebody would make you get up and go write something on the board. Shout out to uh, Listen Up and Fucking Listen podcast, by the way. Again, I know I keep bringing them up, but it is legitimately one of the favorite parts, my favorite parts of the week. These guys are fucking hilarious. Um, and it's improvised, so it's even more impressive. What, it's impressive that a couple of guys talk like assholes? Yes, it is impressive. There's room for that. You know what I mean? There's room for that in the world. There's room for a couple of guys to pretend that they don't know what you can and can't say. They just do it. There's room for that. Not everybody is going to like everything. And all you have to do if you don't like something is just turn it off. Walk out of the room. Um, I don't know where we got the audacity <laughs> to not like something and go, all right, I don't like this. Now it has to end forever. Right? I've never saw something that I don't like and been like, I got to put a stop to this. Nobody else should see this either. I've never done that. I've just decided not to fuck with it. I was thinking about another way of saying like, I don't fuck with you, a way of saying I don't fuck with somebody is just going, I don't engage in their content. I just don't engage in it. I'm aware of what they do. But I'm an adult, you know, who's in therapy. So, And I'm not in therapy because it's cool. You know, you think I want to talk to somebody? Why do you think I'm sitting here by myself talking to me? Um, but yeah, you, you get into therapy because it helps you. Sometimes people just give you the uh permission sometimes you feel like you need permission to to take care of yourself no it's okay it's okay to to do that that's for you at the end of the day you know i think about this sometimes what you're just gonna die and then what you think it matters that you didn't piss a bunch of people off at some point or other Fuck it. Fuck those people. They'll get over it. They got their own lives. We worry so much about upsetting people because like, because we want to do something for ourselves instead of like really thinking about the big picture. Like that person is going to get the fuck over it. My dad, that brings me, my dad said something brilliant to me the other day. And I kept it because I couldn't believe he said this shit. My dad said, I'm sharing this with the world because this is fuck the world. I'm sharing this with a few people who engage in my content, who fuck with me. Yo, shout out. Yo, I got the, before I say my dad's quote, I'm going to save that actually. It's too fucking good. Um, I really... Another thing that I've learned about myself is how petty I can be. But on a on a weird level. Like it's like Oh, I haven't spoken to this person in a while. I haven't spoken to someone in a while. It's like, you know, that person would know how I was doing if they listened to my podcast. Let me give you a quick update. Um I'm I'm doing really well professionally. I'm training hard. My wrist doesn't hurt anymore. My wrist was hurting for a couple of <laughs> a couple of weeks. My my right shoulder was fucked up because I did a snatch. Uh, with poor form because I didn't respect the weight. 
uh, with a dumbbell, with a 75-pound dumbbell. Then um, my shoulder healed, and then my other shoulder, the left side shoulder, there's two. Uh, I got a booster shot. That hurt for a couple of days. Still had to train through it. That was cool. I don't like complaining, even though it sounds like I am. And uh, so I'm, I'm good now. I'm good. I'm in, I'm in tip-top shape. And all. And after this, I'm going to go fucking run a couple of miles and do some shit. Because I ain't no bitch. And I'll tell you what. Shout out to my man David Goggins. Because his attitude is so fucking good. Yeah, it's 20 degrees outside. It's fucking 80 degrees in my mind, baby. Let's get it. Let's fucking go. Right? That's where I'm at right now. So that's where I'm at in my life. My career is very important to me. Um, my step-grandfather died, which is kind of a funny thing to say. I keep saying my fake grandfather died. Um, he lost, he, he was old and not healthy. I come from a long line of people who don't take care of themselves. And me, I am breaking that cycle. Why? Because I fucking want to and because it needs to be done. Because if I ever have children, I want them to see that you can... Love yourself, take care of yourself, and have a good time, right? So yeah, I feel fucking fantastic, okay? That's how I've been. Um, And how do I deal with people dying and a death in the family? Damage control, right? I call my mom, hey, how you doing? My mom is so fucking gangster. I called my mom, she said, because she was very close. Obviously, he was there, he helped raise her. My, my grandfather, his name was Miguel de Jesus, from Puerto Rico. He died. When she was a little baby. And uh, did you see that long pause? So, my fake grandfather, who just passed a couple weeks ago, um, he was there. He had this cool van. He was funny. He was inappropriate as fuck. He had like a couple of missing teeth, but hey, like that's what my grandma likes, right? You know, probably, you know, when he was like, putting his mouth down on her nether regions, which I don't think that's happened for her in a long time. And <laughs> maybe he didn't do that. Maybe he was old school back in the day where guys didn't do that, or at least they didn't tell their boys they did that, right? Um, you know, maybe it was better for her that he had he didn't have a lot of teeth in the way so he could really, you know what I'm saying? Um, that's gross. Uh <laughs> But anyway, so she was very close with him, and I called her in the afternoon because I wasn't ready to talk right away, right? Somebody passes, you get a message. It's always at a bad time. You get the message, you go, and I'm going to fucking take this information, and I'm going to put it over here. And immediately, as I'm in the middle of working, and I'm coaching clients, and I'm talking to people, and I'm engaging, and I'm being the fucking, I'm being the man that I am every single day. Making sure that I hear you, I see you, and I'm here to help you. This is what I do. That's why, that's part, you know, being a pleaser and being a person who is in service to people, uh, it's hard to, uh, the lines get a little blurry. I think, at least anyway, for me. Um, I get this information. I'm like, fuck, like, I want to be there for my mom, but also I can't talk to my mom. I can't talk to my mom in situations that are very emotional that quickly because my mom is dramatic as fuck because in my mind I'm like well the guy's been unhealthy for a long time I'm surprised he was even still alive to be honest Um, I'm not gonna say that to her right so 
I call her in the evening. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? How you doing? She's got this voice that she does when she's grieving. She's got a grieving voice like we all do. She's also got a fake phone voice too where she talks in a higher pitched voice. Why do people do that? Hi. Like this like, even if she was just being a bitch to me, she'd still answer the phone nice. Um, That used to drive me nuts. But anyway, I call my mom. Hey, what's going on, ma? How you doing? Oh, nothing. Just, you know, just a little sad. I'm like, yeah. And she said, I was like, well, how was your day? She's like, I cried a little bit in the morning. And then I went to work and just did my shit. I was like, it's good. I'm glad you went to work. And we just had a normal conversation. She was making jokes. And she said, you know, and I slipped on some black ice and I fell. And I said... And she said, and nobody tried to pick me up. I said, <laughs> and she said, some old people came and tried to pick her, like some fucking senior citizens. I said, they tried to pick your fat ass up. And then me and her both started laughing. Like, that's the kind of relationship me and my mom have, you know. But it was a really pleasant conversation. And she was good. And I'm like, you know what? She gets it. She's getting better. You know, we watch our parents get better at dealing with life too. And it kind of, for me, it's eye-opening in a way where it's like, damn, do I want to wait to be that old to be good at coping with things? Or do I want to start working on that now? Because I fucking was alive when my parents turned 30. I was cognizant of that shit. And now they're getting better at managing certain things and emotions in their lives. So, Now's the time, baby. Now's the time. People say life is short. Life is long, though, too, right? Right? So you got time to work on yourself. I think you should. Um, you got time to cut toxic people out of your life. I think you should. Now, let me tell you what my dad said, because I'm going to get ready to go soon. I'm going to leave you guys with this gem. My dad always... My dad is the person I call in hard situations. My dad is the person I talk to when I'm going through tough times because he's so logical and he's he can talk to you from like he's not he's not biased. I mean at the end of the day he really is biased because I'm his son obviously and he's got my back but my dad texted me the other day and he said him. You're going to love this shit, by the way. He said, feelings come and go. We should not make decisions based on them, but instead on virtue. You could very well fall more in love than ever before or never feel that way again. Love is like a drug. It wears off, but the feeling comes back when you take the drug again. And I really had to fucking look at this shit like, damn, my dad really just wrote that at eight o'clock in the morning. Um, I don't know if anybody needs to hear that right now, but I just thought that that was really dope. It's not some quote that I Googled on the internet. Um, I, I take it. It means a lot to me to have the relationship that I have with my father right now as an adult. And I felt like I should share that with all of you. So with that being said, I want to say thank you all for listening. Um, thank you all for 5,000 downloads. It took a fucking long enough, right? And uh, hey, I'll see you guys soon. You'll see me around. I'm in these streets, baby. And uh, have a great, have a great day. Have a great week. 
take care of yourselves as best as you possibly can, right? Do something for you. And uh, I'll talk to you soon. Later.